Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Goen, Chua Tian Tian. Good luck to the three of us getting through this conversation because you're surely going to get hungry soon. I'm salivating. <laughs> Just <laughs> and if you ever had, had chopped cheese, what's chopped cheese? How to describe chopped cheese? Uh? Yeah, what is chopped cheese? Uh, it sounds it's very delicious. It's, it's a New York style food. It's kind of almost like a, a Philly sandwich, kind of. Philly oh. cheesesteak. Kind, kind of, of kind of. Oh, that, that sounds weird. Oh, I might be butchering the description here. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to me. But it is a New York City favorite, by the way. Wow. All well, right. It's got I... beef, onions. It's all smothered with cheese. That sounds very you know, tasty. In and a, I'm getting a, very, very hungry. And fried right in front of you. Yep. Wow. Ooh, yes. And if you want to get hungrier, head over to Instagram and search up Quality Melts because we've got the owner and chef of Quality Melts on the line with us right now, Edwin Tan. Good afternoon, Edwin. Uh, was my description of chopped cheese okay? <laughs> yeah, but it's a little bit different from what you were explaining from. So the Philly cheesesteak derives from Philadelphia, while the chopped cheese comes from New York. In New York, there are bodegas, which uh, mainly is actually from uh, Jewish immigrants. Bodega, yeah. So so imagine a double cheeseburger on steroids. That's what a chopped cheese is. Yeah, not helping us because your stomach (laughs) is growling already, Edwin. (laughs) It sounds like like heartburn on a bun. It is a guilty pleasure available on a bun. Gosh, so this is great that you guys have open quality melts. And like I mentioned uh, on Instagram, you can see your food there. Where did the idea come from to bring this here to Singapore? Where can we look for your stall? To address the first part, I actually wanted to do grilled cheese and loaded grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mainly targeted for the after-drinking crowd. And then afterwards, my business partner was like, hey, you know what? It, it sounds exactly like a chopped cheese. Just the difference is that there's vegetables in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into Singapore where and I use the only difference between my chopped cheese and the ones in New York is the type of bread okay. and the type of mayo that I use. So... It plays a very big part and it tastes phenomenal with the bread I'm using currently right now, which is a Japanese milk bun instead of Cuba bread, which is almost like a baguette. Okay. Um, Edwin, let me get back to how you started or how this idea came about listening to you tell me that story. Did you ever come across a time when somebody told you, like, this is not going to work in Singapore because nobody has done it before? Yes, definitely. Over the last few years, they have been working this industry. Uh, I worked this industry for about a decade, mm-hmm. and obviously, ideas were thrown thrown about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my biggest inspirations and why I decided not to listen to anyone was actually uh, a place that I used to work at. Two places, actually. One of them is Two Men Baker House when he first started, mm. and it's exactly like what I'm doing now, right? So nobody has ever heard of a bagel. And from there, it's just slowly building uh, momentum. And the other place that I'd like to mention is also Sago House as well, when yeah. we first uh, started after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So during that point in time, there was a lot of negativity, especially with what I'm facing right now. So it's always been like, okay, this is another day, another hustle. Let's like, go in bigger smiles and like, let's try to push this out to the main public. Hmm. Tim is uh, your fellow brother in FMB. I don't know why you're getting into this crazy, hectic business. <laughs> I, would, I would say it's the biggest adventure that one can partake in in terms of your career. 
yeah. because everything is all in your hands as well, right? Mm. I think feeding people and giving them something new to try is always rewarding, whether they like it or not. It's another thing, but you know, bringing new tastes into the market, right? Yeah, I strongly agree. Speaking of taste, uh, which is your most popular sandwich, by the way? So, currently, it's just the chopped cheese sandwich. That's okay. uh, I'm a one-item like menu restaurant. Okay. However, there is a chopped cheese that I make. I call it the beef. So, it is a beef chopped cheese okay. uh, with added on bacon, hash brown and egg. And instead of iceberg lettuce, I actually put my uh, signature coleslaw on it. And it is probably about four inches. Like, it's huge. Wow, we're not doing so, it. So yeah, that is, that, that is like the most popular one. Tim's got the website um, open right now. Oh my God, Tim, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it, it looks very it looks interesting so with good. this kind of uh, milk bun that you were talking about. So the bun would be sweeter. Yes. Is it? Yes and no, in a way. Uh, it is definitely fluffier. Mm-hmm. However, I do not just toast the bread. I actually char it. Okay. Uh, ah. While charring the bread, it gives this really nice, uh, how do I put this? Almost like wokke. Oh, but more oh okay. Yeah. And this kind so, of bread is more, I think Asians are more accustomed to this kind of bread, this kind of texture and taste. I agree, yeah. So that's one of the considerations why we decided to use the Japanese milk bun. It's because when we did our market research, we noticed that, yes, even though baguettes and hot bread sandwiches do sell well, the ones that really kick off is something that is very different from the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like in general, Singapore... Singaporeans prefer uh, chewier taste mm. to it. Our producer, mm. Nadira Kamarudin, has written in our uh, shared doc, Ah, I want it now. Edwin, why didn't we invite you into the studio? Huh? <laughs> sort of oversight we, on we our part. in the studio. <laughs> yes, we can. We can eat after yeah. just outside the door. Gosh, wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> you set up a pop-up store at Ghostwriter. Tell us a little bit about that. So, Ghostwriter, currently right now, is phenomenal. I'm, like, busy from the get-go all the way until I close, which is almost, like, 12.30, 1 o'clock a.m. in the morning. It is a small little incubation space for future entrepreneurs that want to try out the proof of concept Mm -hmm. to see whether it works without actually putting down rent or money. They do take a little bit of the revenue for the maintenance and the rent and electrical fees, but it is the perfect space to launch something new in Singapore. All right, speaking of that, uh, Edwin, so you are operating at a hawker center at the moment. Could you tell us why you decided to do it, you know, offer your your melts at a hawker center instead of a proper sit-down restaurant? So one of the main reasons why was because I wanted to try out this proof of concept in a more local setting. Okay. Yeah, and also to see whether I could break the current trend of people understanding about hawker food. So that's one of the main reasons. And the second reason why was because it is like my food is meant for a takeaway. Mm. It's not really a, a sit down with a fork and knife kind of diner experience. It's more of the get your hands dirty kind of feel to it. I was thinking about that. Get your hands dirty and have a place to wash your hands yes, after exactly. would be the perfect place to eat your sandwiches. Because like the, the general idea behind quality melts was meant to be grab and go. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So a hawker center is like the perfect setup for me. Kind of like food trucks, right? Is this something that you guys would dive into? Do you see this as a culture growing in Singapore? It's a very New York thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely with the... Uh, I would say food trucks can be the next thing to go as long as the conditions are met, definitely. Mm. 
food trucks. There's a food truck that is currently touring my condo every month. Uh, <laughs> if I'm not wrong, it's called the Good Burger or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember uh, that one. And it's, they are insanely busy every single time that they are there. So I definitely see a big potential on food trucks. All right, when it comes to new taste and food stuff, let me get your thoughts on this. What do you think will be the next trend here in Singapore? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's quite a tough question to answer, to be honest. I think very interesting cultures can come down, like Ethiopian food, mm. Mediterranean. There's a lot. There's not many Mediterranean food as well. And definitely, like Egyptian food might be also the next thing that might come up. Of course, I'm coming from this because I've been watching that uh, street food series on yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. Oh, and seeing yeah. so many interesting food that potentially would work well here in Singapore if only somebody is brave enough like you to bring it over. I strongly agree as well. There's one episode that really was quite a big inspiration for me and it's very interesting. It's an episode on New Orleans where they make this thing called Yakimin. Mm-hmm. It's a combination of basically shout out what Southeast Asia is like. It's a combination of two different cultures coming together and creating a signature uh, dish. So it's Jamaican and Chinese. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, interesting. It's really cool. And it's like, I highly recommend people to watch that. Hey, Edwin, just to wrap things up, I'm curious as to what you would have to say to anyone who's considering entering the F&B space. Uh, Tim will probably say don't do it. Uh, But, you know, you set up your business just last year as we were recovering from the effects of COVID-19. That must have been tough as well. So what would you say to a budding entrepreneur? Mm, I would say don't give up. And, like, best advice I can give them is this too shall pass. Like, mm. if when you are, like, in the worst of the worst, and if you are the best of the best, like, it will pass. So it's never expect yourself to be sitting at that position forever. Well, he makes a quality melts, and uh, he also quotes Shakespeare. Well done, man. Edwin <laughs> <laughs> Todd, owner and chef for Quality Melts. Uh, certainly appreciate your time this afternoon. We will visit you soon. You take care and have a great Thursday ahead. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.